When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Needless to say, I never in my wildest dreams thought I'd be making a podcast on my grandfather, Cole, and Bruce Lee. Uh, That never really crossed my mind. But wait until you actually hear, um, it actually grew organically out of my study of the philosophy of Bruce Lee. And just listen in, because I will connect the dots for you as to my connection between Bruce Lee and my grandfather, Martin L. Cole, um, who actually passed away in 1980. And as far as I can tell, never met Bruce Lee, probably didn't know who Bruce Lee was unless he ever watched The Green Hornet. Um, My grandpa would have been alive when Enter the Dragon was on in 1973, but Probably did not know who he was. But here's why I want to explore this sort of connection, at least spiritually and philosophically, between Bruce Lee and my grandfather, because they just had this sort of similar view of life in terms of what animated this sort of great mysterious force of life that that we all experience here. Um, And so I'll sort of share with you why I'm connecting the dots here. So first off, you know, I've been doing a really deep dive into the work of Shannon Lee, um, Be Water, My Friend, The Teachings of Bruce Lee by um, his daughter, Shannon Lee. Um, Fabulous book. So I also ordered another book that is not nearly as good. Um, It was written in 1996 called The Warrior Within, The Philosophies of Bruce Lee, with a Ford uh, by actually Bruce Lee's wife, Linda Lee Caldwell, and it's by John Little. Um, I recommend this book. I mean, Bruce Lee's so powerful that even a book that's not quite as good is still really good. But here's the connection with my grandfather. So my grandfather was president of Texas Lutheran University from 1963 to 1969, and he was a history professor prior to that. And he was one of these guys that just sort of had a joy to be, he had a really, he did have this incredible sort of life force. Um, He loved ideas, he loved a good cup of coffee, he loved philosophy, he loved literature. Um, He loved life and he lived it with passion. Um, He had a very strong personality. Um, He loved ideas and he was just sort of soaked up every ounce of life that he could. Um, as he said in one of his sort of semi-autographical novels that he wrote in retirement, that he was disturbingly emotional. Um, and he was. He was just this incredible life force. So when I, um, as I've tried to sort of recreate the life of my grandfather, um, my sister and I went to visit my grandfather in, um, or my grandfather's university, which is now called Texas Lutheran University. And at the time, it was Texas Lutheran College in the 60s where he was president, we were able to recover some of his speeches. And one of his speeches from the inaugural, uh, his inauguration was called The Difference. 
And we were not able to locate the difference, but we were in the college archives able to get some of his speeches. And we came across what we think really was the difference, although it had a different title. And the title was called A Consuming Fire. And it was about the role of Christian higher liberal arts in higher education in the 60s, which was a time of sort of great investment in higher education, especially as it applied to the community, college, technical colleges, and scientific education, of course, with the moonshot and all those sorts of things. So what my grandfather was really struggling with, as he outlined his vision for the college was, is what is the relevance of the liberal arts in higher education? Is it still relevant at all? Um, and so he wrote this, 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 this article or the speech called A Consuming Fire. And my theory is, I don't know this, but my, my guess is when he gave the draft to the uh, speakers committee, he was probably like, you know, they were probably like, you know, consuming fire is a little intense, little Old Testament. So why, why do you call it something different? So I think in terms of the actual inauguration speech, I think he renamed it the difference, but I don't know. His archives were actually pretty sparse. But so um, let's sort of tie it up. And so he, he, he does this exploration as to what is the role in higher education for, you know, especially a, a, a Christian higher education in terms of knowledge. And, and, he, and he talks about, you know, I think my grandpa, he did have a very strong faith. I do think he struggled with, you know, sort of agnosticism a little bit. I think he was okay with that. Um, but he, he did say that clearly there is this reality. I think he has a very similar view of God that I do. I mean, clearly there is creation. I think we all struggle with whether the creator is this sort of dude upstairs that sort of looks over us like, like he's some sort of human being, metaphysical human being. I, I think that's where we argue when we think about the existence of God. Is there a human being upstairs that looks like us and acts like us and thinks like us? and directs us. And I don't think that God looks like us. And I think that's where our hang up is. I think he is, or she, or this creator that created us um, is very mysterious. And there are these laws that, 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 that this creator has given us that we have to abide by. And this is what he explores. And so let me just read some of these passages and I'll connect it to Bruce Lee, and um, I'm just sort of blown away by this. I mean, they, they both have these incredible life forces, but there is a connection between Bruce Lee, and then also we'll even do a little bit of uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar here too. I, I love Kareem too. I want to read more Kareem Abdul-Jabbar too. I think he's such a good vibe dude. So what basically what he's saying is is that yeah, there is a role for God in higher education, and we explore this Creator in a lot of different ways. Um, and so here's what he says about God and, and creator. He doesn't even really mention Jesus here, which I think is probably intentional. Well, he does mention Jesus a little bit um, in terms of as a teacher, but he talks about God. And he says, he said, and he talks about these other commitments in terms of, you know, faith and these sorts of things. But, um, and it, it, well, let me just even back up a little bit further. I mean, he, he talks about this question of, is God dead? And um, he talks about the significant commitment of the college's recognition and the totality of life that there is divine purpose. It seems difficult at this moment after April 8th issue of Time Magazine with its cover story of God is dead. God's purpose in life and in history is not easy to entertain 
A part of this divine purpose is the free mind and the right to each person to make his own decisions. However, a dynamic and living God does exist and is working through his will slowly, but certainly through the instrumentality of man. I love that. And then he really talks about the essence of God, how we experience God, the creator. And it's almost sort of a deist version. Um, and so we'll see what you think. He says, the third commitment is that all knowledge and truth is, truth is from God. I have not said that you can learn geography, science, or even the history of man totally and satisfactorily from scripture. But what I'm saying is, is that God comes to man via scripture, which strangely does not try to prove the existence of God, but from Genesis to Revelation assumes it. In this scripture, God is God, the creator, and all truth and knowledge that we have has come from a slow unraveling of God's majesty and meaning of life itself. It is with reverent awe that we view the vast universe, a tiny segment, segment of which has been explored by our scientists. God comes via scripture, but he also comes through the microscope, the, the giant telescope, and the test tube. He calls on us to discern his infinite and incomprehensible majesty and to seek to be a part of the purpose for us. And I absolutely love, 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 love this statement. I'm going to give major props to my grandpa Cole, because I think so often when we get hung up on the existence of God, we get hung up on a definition. That is where we get hung up. We are here, people. We are sentient creatures. And we get hung up on what the nature of God is, what the nature of this creative force is, what the definition of this creative force is. But we are here and there are these mysterious forces. And, and, and basically we observe these mysterious forces by science, by mathematics, by literature. I mean, it is, there's this truth in unity. There is the soul. But here's where we connect to Bruce Lee. And here I'm just absolutely blown, blown away by this. Um, and yes, I'm getting a little preachy, but this is Sunday morning, people, and I can get a little preachy. And it's my podcast, so I can, ever, I can talk whatever the hell I want about it. And if you don't like it, well, then tough. But so what Grandpa Cole talks about is, is that as we think about this mysterious force, he talks about reverence to be in awe and how we connect with essentially total alignment, right? So what he says is, is that the fourth factor of this, of this nature, of this thing we're trying to figure out is reverence to be in sense of awe. The basic and significant quality of man almost seems to be lost at this moment. In the prayer which Jesus hath taught us, his first petition is, hallowed be thy name, and the second one comes with divine logic, thy kingdom come. Indeed, one wonders if this reverence of the first petition, there will ever be a coming of the kingdom, whether in this life or in the world to come. Reverence, reverence involves respect, love, and awe. It can only come to a person who has learned to be humble, to be humble before God and before the greatest gift of life and the infinite possibilities of life. With all of our shortcomings and all of our many failures, this institution is committed to reverence. And then he doesn't really conclude as to the nature of God. So I, I think he struggled a little bit with agnosticism. 
But what he says is, and this is where we also are going to connect to Weston Noble. And here's where I'm just blown away. He goes all Old Testament and he quotes Hebrews and he says, Hebrews 12, 28. Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus, let us offer to God acceptable, acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. Now, what I love about that is that what Bruce Lee is talking about so often is finding this incredible power. Like yesterday, we talked about this incandescent soul that both he and Weston Noble had, and that within all of us is accessible. And so my grandfather talks about the consuming fire, the power of the, of the connection that when you live in alignment with the creative forces of the universe, you find this consuming fire. And here I'm going to quote from this book by Mr. Little, and essentially it's what Bruce Lee was talking about, the existence of great forces, right? And so I have zero idea what, what um, Bruce Lee's views on Christianity were. I'm not in any way trying to suggest that he was or he wasn't, he believed or he didn't. My guess is he kept an empty cup and he left open the possibility, much as Blaise Pascal would, but that he kept an open cup and that he um, was not dogmatic either way, but he did experience this consuming fire, this life force that I think my grandfather, Martin L. Cole, also experienced. And he said, I feel that I have this great creative and spiritual force within me that is greater than faith. This is Bruce Lee, greater than ambition, greater than confidence, greater than determination, greater than vision, it is all of these combined, whether it is the Godhead or not, I feel this great force, this untapped power, this dynamic something within me, this feeling defies description. There is no experience with which this feeling may be compared. It is something like an emotion mixed with faith, but a lot stronger. And it's like, whoa, when I, when I read this passage, literally... On my bedstand, I picked up what I just happened to have, my grandfather's speech, and my grandfather is talking about the consuming fire, and I'm just blown away. I mean, I think that they're, they're thinking about the same thing, and essentially what, what he's saying is, is that sometimes, you know, my grandfather says that this nature of God or a creator is, is in infinite and incomprehensible majesty. Bruce Lee defines it as this something that defies description. He's talking about his own feeling. Um, and so, you know, for you Bruce Lee experts here, you know, again, don't get hung up on whether I'm misinterpreting this at all. Keep, keep an empty cup, right? What I'm trying to do is absorb the power of these two dynamic life forces. Um, and also, Weston was talking about the same things. And what made this sort of just doubly just blowing my mind cool is that at first when I saw that my grandfather had quoted Hebrews, I thought that he may have quoted the very same passage that Weston had quoted at Hebrews in our podcast yesterday, where Weston talked about Hebrews 4.12. 
For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the division of soul and spirit. So all I have to do is just, I wanted to just share this with you that there's almost this connection, this just sort of alignment that all of a sudden as I see these great forces and I try to, I try to comprehend the majesty of Bruce, of, of the creator and these life forces that the creator has, has made, you know, Bruce Lee and Grand, Grandpa Cole and Weston Noble. And never in my wildest dreams did I think that I would be contemplating them all simultaneously. And so what, 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 what does this all mean? I, I, I think um, here we're even going to control um, and talk about uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who, you know, now that I think of it, was in one of his movies and I think studied I think as um, Bruce called it, it's actually Gung Fu, not, not Kung Fu or, or Jeet Kune Do is the special arts, but, but, but Bruce called it, um, he called it Gung Fu. And what he says was, is that Bruce showed me, this is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bruce showed me how to harness what was raging inside me and summon it completely at my will. The Chinese called it chi, the Japanese ki, the Indians prana. It is the life force and it's incredibly powerful. It sounds bizarre and it can't be explained adequately except those who have already experienced, but it's one of the very few willable miracles. Friends, I think that is the consuming fire that's identified in Hebrews. That is the, that, that all of these sort of, great at least in this case men um are, are trying to ascertain and connect so martin l cole and bruce lee not did they ever know each other um no um i don't think my grandpa probably knew who he was but um i think that ultimately is the message of this book and you know i i, I think i don't want you to sort of get all cynical man and women or whoever is listening to this podcast about um, self-help and these sorts of things. I, 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 I really think that Shannon, when she, when she wrote this book, it was both the, the teachings of Bruce Lee, it was both therapeutic for her to, to work through her own pain. But I really don't think that she talked about the power of your own transformation just to sell books. I really felt that Bruce believed that. And, it, you know, the other touching thing from The Warrior Within, which is the philosophies of Bruce Lee, is the forward by Bruce Lee's wife, or at least widow, um, Linda Lee called Cadwell. And she was very open that as powerful a personality as Bruce Lee was, um, he struggled a lot. He had a lot of inner doubts. I mean, even Bruce Lee, the great Bruce Lee, really had his own internal struggles. And she's very open about that. But, um, you know, when I'm looking at the back of this book, um, Bruce Lee is saying that the greatest help is self-help. There is no other help but self-help. Doing one's best, dedicating itself, oneself wholeheartedly to a given task, which happens to have no end, but is an ongoing process. As Bruce Lee said, I am means. I am that which I repeatedly do. And I, I just think it is standing right in front of us. We can't wait for someone else to do that. We have to work in concert with other people. But ultimately, the acts that we do form who we are. As James Clear says, atomic habits, each act that we do is a vote in, 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 on who will we, we will become as a person. 
So, hallelujah, it is Sunday, um, and I am being preachy, but it's Sunday morning, and, uh, you know, I get a little preachy, and um, if you've made it this far, I hope, I hope that you will share what you've heard here. I hope that you will um, spread the message of what we're trying to do here in the Rocky Cast, because I do view it as a joint project. It's something that is a very, it's a passion project of mine. But I think, don't we all need to interpret the world through, through our own lens? Um, and this is my vehicle to do that. I'm interpreting, absorbing the world, absorbing, absorbing what I've learned. And, you know, my grandfather talks about, you know, the awe of creation. Well, that's what I'm trying to do is share my sense of wonder in terms of what I've learned to enhance your own life in mind, body, and spirit. And to try or reject or, or, to, or to adapt what I've learned. And, and if you don't like it, that's fine. You can share me with what you've learned. It's, it's, it's a co-creation, I think, that we're doing together here on the Rocky Cast. I'm so grateful that you have taken the time. You know, my, my podcast is a uh, drop in the ocean of, in the bucket of uh, ocean of podcasts. And so it's one, it's one drop, but it is my drop. And it is what I have to say. And it is my my life force trying to act with yours. And so I am very grateful that you have taken the time with all the things and all the competing demands on your uh, schedule that you listening to this podcast have taken time to listen and to experience what I've experienced together. And I'm glad that you're on the journey with me, ultimate and infinite gratitude to you. I hope you guys have a wonderful or had a wonderful Mother's Day. Um, I hope I hope you soak up your own consuming fire and that you keep an op- empty cup as to um, what you can do in the life of, of your own life. And we're going to do one or two more uh, podcasts on Bruce Lee, and then we're going to we're going to give Bruce Lee a rest. Um, you know, I, 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 I know I've sort of gone a little overboard of Bruce Lee, but I just think he's too dynamic a personality to um absorb in only one podcast and i also didn't want to make it so long that you just wouldn't be able to get through it all so i've tried to sort of make it in bite-sized increments and i hope of course that you buy and go into rockandcoal.com and buy the actual podcast or the podcast the book um and and click on it i'm part of the amazon associates program and i will get a portion of the proceeds but that's what helps us fund the podcast the more that i can do that the more time i will have um, so if you find this podcast valuable, I hope that you'll spread the word um, and that you'll click on that link through rockandcoal.com. And so we'll be able to, you know, make more content for you um, sort of moving forward. So infinite gratitude to you. I hope you have a wonderful Sunday, a wonderful week, a wonderful life. And then until next time, tune in on the Rocky Cast.